Welcome to States of Poetry. My name is Peter Rose. I'm the editor of Australian Book Review. States of Poetry is a major new poetry resource for poetry lovers, students and teachers. With support from Copyright Agency's Cultural Fund, we're offering a federally arranged series of anthologies with senior poets in each state selecting six poets who are each represented by up to five poems, an online open access resource. Enjoy States of Poetry. My name is Jill Jones. In my poems, I'm interested in the intimate and the vast, in disturbance, but also the lyric, in the things of this world. I will read two poems from those chosen for the States of Poetry project. The longer one I'll read first contains a reference to Sigmund Freud's short work, The Psychopathology of Everyday Life. Indeed, it quotes from it. In fact, the reason I was drawn back to Freud comes from my own re-reading of the great Italian historian Carlo Ginzburg who wrote of microhistory, materiality and traces, and put forward conjectural models of investigation. In his wonderful essay, Clues, the Roots of an Evidential Paradigm, Ginsberg references both Freud and Sherlock Holmes, and also poses a theory that reading began through the reading of Clues and Traces by Hunter's Tracking Prey. In case this seems a gendered process, and it certainly seems so to me, I would also guess or propose that women in their various ancient tasks also read traces and clues to construct, in effect, narratives around the needs of their daily living. From another angle, historians are detectives, and so are poets and writers. In a sense, the relation to Freud's central work in this poem is tenuous, and maybe that's the point. What does this say about me and the traces of things I read or misread about the instabilities and fixations of how we pass through the world daily? The poem is titled Memory Lapses and Clues or Don't Forget to Remember. Amongst discarded data, twigs, plastic containers, fingernails, the unconscious at all events knows no time limit. The shape of an ear, marginal facts blown about by a northerly, washed by stiffening rain, something like symptoms, clues, bird spit, possum fur, leaf miner, blood and bone, a story or many of what passes through here daily, what the drift of oil or rice grains, the tea leaves, ah, might say, though they don't speak at all, or the message of bodies or of precedence, portents, what maps of rain or a star's passage lay out before us in our days and nights in the backyard, signs of the time, literally, as they spark and spit 
in the sky and over these grounds. As women, do we conjecture, look at the evidence, terrestrial margins, small movements in our yard, materials under our feet that move through our hands and leave scrap, pictograms and incisions, odour and decay, diagnosis and taste, gnosis and art, spider webs brushed away, cut from thorns, feelings, ah, shopping lists, flourishes of a gesture, what is seen or touched, nosed in all that specific and uncertain divination of the present, and what presents in the wind and fleet shadows of today's weather, for instance, the way a raven calls and is answered from across the road by another with the same or similar call at differing intervals. It's communication you can guess about, though you don't really know if it's a system of messaging or a type of presence, a big guess, such as homes and cigarette ash, Poirot and little grey cells, the psychopathology of everyday life. Though sky is always opaque as reality, it bears clues and trajectories, various evidences blowing like dust, in fact, are dust. It all happens as slowly, as quickly as a thought, the event you know and forget, as someone writing all this down in evidence against you. But there's a feeling that can't be formalised or even spoken as we pass in and out of and into again the known or the known knowns and the unknowns, the way things brush past or the way you fall in haste, in love, what trickles onto a porous path as traverses of skin. The second poem is very short compared to that one, but it's also related to traces, to human tracks, the instability of our technologies, especially in the face of and the sound of non-human existences, which stop me in those tracks. It also, like that poem I just read, uh, has some dust in it as well. The poem is titled Bent, and that title can bear a number of meanings. Bent. I am history now, in the scales, the age of sounds. I make sense, then drop it. It gets dirty, it breaks. The ants carry it. I am bent at the switch, my tapes of the archive decay, loops, stutter, glitch, arias. I am bent at the floor, fats roll under the chair, little dust songs or songs outside the parrots know. And I am still my species, struck, listening. <laughs> 